Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show from Champaign, Illinois, is brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Stock up for the weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend. It's going to feel like fall this weekend. I love it. That means football. Ah, it's a football. Besides the beer, you got wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. Hey, they also have like, great dipping sauces, too. I mean, they're really they're great stuff. And uh, they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills, absolutely second to none. I am in the Sunbury Motors studio mobile today because the Steve Jones Show is driven by Sunbury Motors. 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, in Hummel's Wharf. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Darnold back on first and ten. Steps, 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 fires, has picked off! They Schubert. got it! Joe Schubert got it! He picked it off at the 43-yard line! Is this how it feels? Is this how it feels to win? Browns are in. Victory formation. Baker Mayfield takes a knee. Count it down, everybody. The Browns are winners tonight. And the drought is over. Led by the number one overall draft choice, Baker Mayfield. They come back and win over the Jets. 21-17. Hallelujah. Jim Donovan with the calls on the Browns radio network last night in what was the most watched game ever on NFL Network. And... Yes, that's how it feels to win. They've been so close. They finally got it done last night. And Baker Mayfield was just super last night. He played really, really well in that game. Um, Really, really well. And they ran the Philly special on the two-point play. So, I mean, not only, and that's what I mean. What what Baker Mayfield did last night, I want to get – there's another element to this as well. You know, like I said, he laughs at his ups and downs. He'll have some days you're like, eh. You'll have other days like, hey. You know. But when he was in there last night, and with all due respect to Tyrod Taylor, who, by the way, led the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs last year before they lost to Jacksonville, Tyrod Taylor, analytics loves him because he's very careful with the ball. Tyrod Taylor does not throw a lot of interceptions. He's very safe as to where he puts the ball. He is not a big risk taker. All right. Well, now this guy comes in there, and he's got some swagger, comes out. He's flinging the ball all over the place. He's got some risk. They run that play for the two-point conversion. The Browns not only won last night, but they were fun to watch doing it. Okay, this was not three yards on a cloud of dust. It was not, okay, we'll take the underneath guy for a four-yard gain. Right, they were down there, and they were making plays. The throw he made to Landry down to the one-yard line 
was, you know, Landry went up to get it, but that was fabulous. You know, he made a couple of throws on the drive. Great. The two-point play was was fun. It was entertaining. The Browns not only won last night, they looked good, and they were fun to watch do it last night the way they won. And, you know, I know he said after the game, um, you know, I don't, you know, I got to watch the tape first and so forth. But look, you got your guy going forward. Just do it. Just do it. Like I said, there are going to be some days where he's not going to be that that great, just the way it is, because he's young. And there are going to be other days where he is fabulous and a difference maker beyond words. And they've got a good enough defense to begin with, anyway. But they that was they were entertaining and fun to watch last night. Beyond the fact that they did win. All right. So, but that's the way it was last night. And Wentz is back this week. You want to talk about another guy when he's in there. I mean, aren't the Eagles fun to watch when he's in there? My goodness. It has nothing to do with Nick Foles, who did a heck of a job. Uh, It has nothing to do with him. But Wentz is just kind of a different kind of player. Uh, You watch golf at the Rams. I think that the Thursday, did you see a Thursday night game coming up this week? That's going to be a great game. I say there are very few Thursday games where I go, oh, okay, Thursday night football. It's the Vikings and the Rams. That's going to be great. That's a really good game. Yeah, that's going to be one of the best of the weekend. Uh, by the way, Washington State plays USC tonight. All right, and let's update the Tiger Woods Invitational, I mean the uh, uh, Tour Championship. Uh, I'm, I'm flipping through this. I don't have Golf Channel here. Okay, so I'm like, okay, great. You know, I've got Cartoon Network. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you have four tier channels of HBO, but no Golf Channel. <laughs> I've no, I've got HBO Family. That's all I have. Really? Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh no, this, no. That's the other part about being here. Very limited. <laughs> I'm not the old, okay, on the cable system. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if we have uh, ABC. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, so I'm flipping through the internet this afternoon before the show. Tiger Woods leads at Tour Championship. I'm like, oh wow, let's see. He's tied for the lead, so well, let's see how far in front he is. No, he's still tied for the lead with John Rahm and Ricky Fowler. I'm suddenly like going, well, I know you're looking for clicks, but for goodness sakes, at least be accurate about it. Tell it, say he's tied for the lead. Well, he's not leading right now. Uh, he did pick up a bogey, so it is Ricky Fowler, John Rahm, and Justin. Uh, excuse me, Ricky Fowler and John Rahm at six under. Justin Rose and Tiger Woods are one shot back at five under. Billy Horschel, Kyle Stanley, Tony Finau, Rory McIlroy all at four under par, and Patrick Cantley is at three under. So there you go. But Tiger's in the thick of it. He is in the thick of it which means the ratings automatically go up. What he does, what he does for the tour is really, I mean, terrific. He brings more eyeballs every single time. So having him in contention with the door being open to maybe winning a tournament, big. It's like that we talked about the Browns-Jets game last night. Now, yes, you got the New York market involved, so you do have that, all right? But 
the attraction last night was the Browns at Mayfield, and they had more viewers. Would you say eight point six million? Yes, that's that's number one for the NFL Network in their history. That's that, that's that's interesting because. I mean, I don't know if the Browns have had 8.6 million people in Cleveland cumulatively watching them the last few years. Actually, it's kind of better how the way it played out. I think there were some going into that game were just hoping, oh, why couldn't we just have, you know, the top, you know, the the, the number one and number three picks to just go at it as the both the starting quarterbacks. But yeah. it, it shaped up to be the matchup a lot of people wanted anyway. So. Oh, it, was, it ended up being a terrific game. And the way Baker Mayfield played, I mean, Sam Darnold played well. I mean, you know, he's you know, he's going to have growing pains. I mean, the interception that you heard Jim Donovan call, the the nose tackle came up and took the center and shoved it right into Darnold. And Darnold had to kind of hold an extra second and then really couldn't step into that throw. And that throw wasn't even close to being a completion. I mean, it was thrown right to Schobert on the play, who made uh, who made the pick. So, I mean, here we are with the college football weekend. Now, Penn State's got Illinois tonight. And wind here is going to be a factor uh, because, look, there's nothing to stop it here. And I mentioned yesterday being here, it was 93 yesterday afternoon. And I had to go over to, I mentioned earlier, I had to go over to Walgreens to pick up something for my glasses. And uh, just a lens cleaner is no big deal. And so I walked over there, and it's like, boy, it's hot. But, boy, it was really windy. When you walk between buildings and it funnels through, it really hit you pretty good. And, by the way, when we landed yesterday, we were going about 8.9 million miles an hour to cut through the wind. Right? And then he's hitting the brakes. It's like, okay. A former NASCAR driver up in the pilot seat. And so we, uh, so I walk over there, and, yeah, hot, really hot. And a lot of wind. Well, we had thunderstorms move through here overnight, a whole line of them. And it was overcast this morning. Temperature had really dropped, but it was still windy. And now right at now, here it is, I think more clouds than sun, a lot more clouds than sun. Uh, But it's been windy all day here, as a matter of fact. Um and it's still got some breeze out there right now. That's that's going to be a factor. They have a really good kicking game. Their punter, Hayes, is dynamic. He's an Australian guy who had never seen a college football game in his life until he played in his first game. Never seen a college football game ever until he played in his first game. He can really boom it. He's got a great leg. Chase McLaughlin, who happens to be their place kicker, really good leg. Uh, he has uh, he's three of three and kicks beyond fifty yards this year, and as a kickoff guy, he is sixteen for eighteen on touchbacks this year. But that does bring with it that brings with it the plus of the ability to give the Illinois offense scoring range. He gives them that, but it also brings up the fact that he kicked four field goals last week. The negative on that is while getting points, twelve of them out of that. That also meant they didn't score four touchdowns. And it takes three field goals to beat a touchdown. So that was an issue for them last week, that they did not finish enough drives. They only finished one drive with a touchdown. Mike Epstein scored on a run. Here's the other part, too. Illinois is a team that this year has not turned the ball over. They haven't thrown an interception this year. They have not thrown a single interception all year. 
And they're a plus five giveaway takeaway. In fact, they have a takeaway in each of the last 17 games they've played. That's big. What happens if Penn State gets a takeaway early and cashes in on it? Now for them, and I'm talking about as somebody, as you know I've talked about this many times, Sean. I'm talking as somebody that's done a lot of games in my career, football and basketball, when um, with the team I was broadcasting for had a uh, small margin for error. And you, know, and you know, I've talked about that many times. When they had the sanctions, I talked repeatedly about the small margin of error. There are certain basketball years where I've talked about the small margin of error. Okay? And when you're in that position, this is where Illinois is right now. Illinois does have some guys that are very talented. So don't get me wrong. I think Lovey has done the right thing. He is playing his young guys and just saying, go out there. I know you're going to make mistakes, but you're going to get better. He's doing the right thing, and he has some young guys that, that have made them better. There's no doubt. I think they run the football well. I think throwing the football, they're okay. doesn't matter either quarterback. They're okay throwing the ball. But running the ball, good offensive line, good burst, good good running backs. they got some guys defensively that can play. Hanson, 35, can play. Roundtree, 97 off the edge, good player. And then it looks like they're going to get the suspended guys back tonight. Bennett Williams at safety, three career picks. Nate Hobbs at corner. And then Lou Dorsey, the tight end. I think they're going to get all three of them back tonight. They've been suspended. Uh, But they've got guys that can play. But, again, they're still playing with a small margin of error. And when you suddenly, when you go outside that margin, that's where the comfort zone goes, and then suddenly you lose confidence. You have to have a lot of things go right to make this work for you in a game like this. Syracuse last year played on a Friday night. Okay. And beat Clemson. And Syracuse had a very small margin for error at home in that Friday night last year, but they still won the game. So you can do it. There's no getting around. You can do it. But at the same time, it's when you make the big mistake. Something Illinois really hasn't done that this year, and they made a huge mistake, obviously, in the last place South Florida ran last week at Soldier Field, the 50-yard touchdown pass. But that's where you look at a team, and how long can you stay within that tiny margin of error? And that becomes problematic. Just thought I'd run that through as to what we saw with them. All right, we will take a break. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Here on a Friday in Champaign, Illinois, brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket, imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere, wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks, they Roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. The bags are right there at the register. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. Stock up for the weekend right now. Should be a lot of fun to watch football this weekend. 
courtesy of our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And I'm in the Sunbury Motors studio mobile today in Champaign with tonight's game coming up. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Tonight we will have Shikolemi football for you. They will take on Jersey Shore. 6.30 will be the airtime, 7 o'clock the kickoff. When that game is over, they'll transition from Shikolemi Jersey Shore to Memorial Stadium here in Champaign tonight where Penn State will take on Illinois. On Eagle 107 tonight, 6 o'clock the airtime, 7 o'clock the kickoff for Sealands Grove football this evening. And then also on 100.9, the Valley tonight, it'll be Lewisburg with a 7 o'clock kickoff and a 6.30 airtime. Sean will have the area's best and absolutely the best post-game show with complete coverage of all those games and more on Eagle 107 coming up tonight. So, big night here. Penn State, look, they start Big Ten play here tonight, but as I've pointed out, the goals here are bigger than Big Ten play. You are in every week playing, in my opinion, a mini playoff game every single week, just trying to keep yourself alive and in the mix for this whole thing. It goes step by step. So, yes, they won the game over Appalachian State in overtime, took the step. Went to Heinz Field, took the step. Boom. Won the game, won the game big. Then they went to back home to Kent State, Won the game, won the game big. Were they expected to win the game big? Yes, but doing the expected is still, that's good. It's the unexpected that suddenly makes you go, whoa, hey, what's wrong here? Now they've got tonight, same thing, okay? It is the Big Ten opener tonight. Going into the conference and winning the conference is part of that goal because that's all part of the step. You're trying to take each step each week. Tonight is that. That's you know. Somebody asked me earlier today. I was on a show in York this morning. They asked about whether Ohio State had been brought up to stay away from it. I said no. I said it is not because this is a mature football team. They have been listening to his message now, all of them for five years. There's not a player on this team that he personally did not sign. And. So they understand the week-by-week routine here. And that the week-by-week routine means you literally do take it one game at a time. That it's, as James says, and you've heard him say it over and over and over, Illinois, Illinois, Illinois. Well, he doesn't even have to do that anymore because everyone gets it. He understands it. The only thing he told them this week that was a bit different on Sunday, he says, he says I do not want to hear a syllable from anybody here about a short week. Now, Penn State is in a span of 12 days right now where they have not had a break. You're saying, well, how can that be? You're supposed to get one day off per week. Remember, when they played Pitt, they practiced Sunday after Pitt, and then they had Monday off. So that was the day off last week. Well, they went through and practiced Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, walked through Friday, played the game with Kent State on Saturday. Then they did the walkthrough and practice on Sunday. They practiced Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, walked through yesterday. Now they're here today. This week's designated day off is tomorrow. So this is a span of 12 days where they have not had any time off. But they have planned for this. And they put the plan together back in the spring and the summer to make sure how they would handle these 12 days because of the abnormality of the schedule. 
So we're going to see how it plays out and how it comes to fruition. But I thought they looked really sharp and really fresh all week. I thought they looked really sharp, really fresh all week. Coming up, it's Friday. And that means the King will join us. Right now, the King's got some ground to make up. Sean's in first place. The brains of the operation. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show from Champaign, Illinois, is brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports domestics microbrews. Best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. And it's time to stock up right now because it's time to tailgate. You want to be fully stocked for the game tonight between Penn State and Illinois and then fully stocked for the weekend with college football tomorrow and the NFL coming up on Sunday and another dazzling Steeler defensive performance coming up on Monday night. You want to be ready for all of that. In fact, Brewers Outlet could dull the pain of watching the Steelers play defense. All right, uh, that's all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sudbury, the beverage supermarket. I'm in the mobile Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sean now try to, will now step in and give us the standings as we bring the King in. All right, yes, the games. King's on the line from Connecticut. Uh, hey, we're all pretty close. After three weeks, I am 11 and 5. Stefano, you are 10 and 6. And the King, 9 and 7. No. 
King had a rough week last week. Last place. Boy. Now I know how you feel, Steve. Jeez. <laughs> Did you ever think that day would come? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just depressed all week, you know, down on myself. I'm not feeling it, but I am this week. All right, he's set to homework. go. It. There you go. I, to my credit, I've done exactly the same amount I did all the other weeks. <laughs> I'm sort of busy tonight. <laughs> so the games tonight? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in Champaign, Illinois, right now. It's a nine o'clock game. It's on Fox Sports One. Fox Sports. Oh, good. I can say I get that. So, yeah, good. of course, uh, I can Kevin. I catch on the computer on my. I got a little tablet now. Yep, I can get you on that too. You can just go to wkok.com, Kevin. We'll yeah. have the stream tonight after the after our high school game. Yeah. Yep. I I, that, I listened to. I forgot which game, but it was pretty good. You were good. So thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Yeah. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's like it's like your pick, Steve. You're all right. <laughs> and you're not in last place. <laughs> I know he's so happy. Uh, at least not at this hour. <laughs> no, now you just coast along. You know. Well, yeah, well, so let's see. Uh, I know he's winning. He's kicking our butt. I, I mean, I, I get, I get a text every three hours telling me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got it goes from the top, huh, Sean? Life is good. Life is you know? good up here, yes. Yeah, life is good on top. New it's place. really rough down here at the bottom. Top of the heap, cream of the crop, pick of the pack. Oh, yeah. yeah. When you're at the bottom, you feel homeless. You're like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, we're still in September, so <laughs> a lot can change. <laughs> yeah, just go yeah. home and watch reruns of Big Brother and, you know, say, man, I can't even pick a game anymore. I mean, I'm not even close on these games. Hey, you're so. going to be crushed when Julie Chen leaves Big Brother. She left the, she left the talk earlier this week, so what are you going to yeah. do if she leaves Big Brother? You have to go to a different, well, you have to go to a different I, show. Know, she's good at it. I mean, she's been doing it since it started. Yeah. She's really good at it, but that did you hear the ding that she gives? She calls it. She always signs off from the Big Brother house. I'm Julie Chen. Now she signs off. She goes from the Big Brother house. I'm Julie Chen Murray. Moonbez. Whatever her name. Moonbez. Moonbez. Yeah. So that's her little dig at CBS. So. Mm. But I mean, she's just a host of the show, so it's not right. She's not. She's very good at it, but whatever. Yeah. You know, wait till the house guests find out everything she's been going through. And there's a couple yeah. house guests that are from uh, South Carolina, Hilton Head, mm. and they do not know that what their families have gone through. So wow. Oh. Yeah, they don't tell them anything. They don't. They sign off on it. So, but I believe CVS will take care of their families and make sure that you know if something happened to them, they would absolutely tell them. But 
Okay. Um, it's not. Like, they've had a couple house guests where their grandparents died, and they gave them the choice to leave the show Ooh. if they wanted to. Yeah. So, you know, they'll tell you that stuff. But anything right. else? No way. So, yeah. one guy, he, last year, the guy who won, his family lost their entire house in uh, Florida. Or the hurricanes last year. Uh, they lost their house, and CBS relocated them. Well, actually brought them to L.A., I think. So they wow. were safe. They were out of the hurricane. But um, but they made sure they were okay. So anyway, we're not here for Big Brother. We're here for football. Yeah. WKOK's biggest Big Brother fan, Kevin Jones. Oh, I love Big Brother. My <laughs> God. It, it, you know... There's the Super Bowl and there's Big Brother. That's and, true, but yeah. <laughs> it's one way to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> the two of us don't. Hey. But <laughs> two out of three in this I, show don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I can't help it, and my wife is into it now, so that's great. Well, that's you your know. fault. You hooked her. Oh, up. she's in love with this guy, Tyler Christman. So, well, of course, everybody is. And it, He's the first guy on the show, and then I'll shut up about it. He had one girl from Virginia who was in love with him. He had another girl who just adores him, like the closest brother ever. And then there's a gay guy who's also in love with him. <laughs> so he's got, and they're the four people left on the show. So three of the people are in love with him. And I mean in love. And then he's got a girl that he fell in love with on the show. So he's just having his own little love fest here. This is turning into half Big Brother, half Bachelor. Oh, yeah. The gay guy wanted to evict the girl that he's in love with because he's in love with her. (laughs) So he was trying to win head of household so he could evict her. (laughs) And he did. (laughs) So it's weird. It gets weird when that stuff's going on. Love moves in mysterious ways. Oh, yeah. But love is love. But. Love is strange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got three college and a couple of pros here to kick around for uh, week number four for our picks. Uh, Steven- I've just been conserving energy for tonight. Right. So. <laughs> do that coffin thing you do. <laughs> Get your voice ready. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well. uh, did, did I ever tell you that story uh, about Johnny Most? Did I ever tell you that one? No. No. Gil, Gil Santos was doing Penn State football at the time, so I was the third announcer. And Gil did a Penn State game on a Saturday, and he had a Celtics game he was doing on TV the next day in Philadelphia. So it was an easy trip for him. And if you've ever stayed at the airport Marriott in Philadelphia, you know the walls are a bit thin. <laughs> okay? So he gets there, and he, you know, and he gets to the hotel about maybe 1 in the morning. All of a sudden, about two o'clock in the morning, he hears <clears throat> Jack, Jack, one, two, one, two, three, four. <clears throat> okay. And then about two thirty, <clears throat> Jack, one, two, three o'clock, one, two, three, four, four o'clock, one, two, three, four. All right. Gil keeps waking up and hearing this, so he goes down to breakfast the next day and he sees Johnny Most, and he says, "Hey, John." <laughs> he says. Got out a rough night. And Johnny Most looks at Gil and he says, I don't know what happened, Gil. 
I felt something coming on, so I stayed up all night. I was trying to keep the juices flowing. <laughs> you guys are crazy. We're driving me, I don't a football game, Sean. And he's driving, and we're going. I forgot who they were playing. It doesn't matter. And we're driving, and he's going... <coughs> What the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I'm getting my voice ready for the show. I'm like, oh, no. That's the well, coolest no, thing well, I've ever seen. Well, it makes sense. No, you got to no, talk. No, so, no, sometimes, sometimes, if, especially later in the year, you'll wake up, and it's like you feel like something's stuck back there. You're like, oh, for goodness sakes, let's go here. You know? No, without but your most, voice, that's your nine, major nine, tool. 9.9 times out of 10, no. So, uh, I don't do that. But every once in a while, like, oh, geez, just, what the heck? Like, get some I coffee, get some water, do something. <laughs> every Friday I do it. I walk around the shop <laughs> and I cough. <laughs> they go, what's wrong? Brian, I go, on the radio today. 435. <laughs> Brian, Allen, oh, Brian Allen, when he was doing basketball with me 20-something years ago, used to always get tea with lemon, or no, hot water with lemon, hot water with lemon for his voice. He always did this. So we're in Tucson at Ventana Canyon. It's a resort. And I walk by his room, and he, he comes out, and he's got the hot water and the lemon in the cup. And I said, getting ready, huh? He says, yeah. He says, you know, it cost me $15 to get the hot water and the lemon. <laughs> 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 I said fifteen dollars. I said, "Look, Learfield will never know. Just turn it in." <laughs> oh, to me, it makes all the sense in the world. It's your tools. Your voice is your tool. Yeah. It's got to be, you know. Hey, do what you got to do. You know, I'm gonna go get a smoothie after the show. I'm gonna go get a smoothie after the show. I'm fine. <laughs> Perfect for the flight. Without your voice, you're screwed. So, uh, no kidding. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm really cooked and fried if I don't have that. So. Yeah, so all to it. I do it every Friday to make sure I'm audible. So anyway, we got to make our picks. Yeah, let's dive into these college games here tomorrow. We kicked a few of them around last hour here on the show. Uh, tomorrow, Fox Sports 1 at noon. This will be the Tim Brando, Spencer Tillman, Holly Saunders game in Nebraska at Michigan. Well, Later Tim told us. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Sean. I'm going to take Michigan. Yeah, t- but Tim Brando did tell us on the show when we have Tim on Wednesday? Tuesday. Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Tuesday. And he said Adrian Martinez was going to play. That tightens the game, but I'm still going to take Michigan. Yeah, Martinez changes Nebraska's offense because he can run. But I I saw some in Nebraska last week. They're not ready for a team like Michigan. Michigan, easily. All right, primetime on Fox tomorrow night. We will stay in the Big Ten, Wisconsin at Iowa. This game is going to take an hour and 20 minutes to play. (laughs) Down from an hour and 40 predicted a little while ago. They both just want to run the ball. Okay. Whomever gets the lead is going to keep the lead. 
They, that, that's the, how they play. Iowa at home. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Sean's starting to make me nervous. <laughs> I'm incredibly insecure. I got Iowa at home. I, I Iowa is great against the run. Wisconsin looked horrible last week. Um, I don't think a Big Ten team should ever lose to Brigham Young or anything like that. So I think they're they got some issues. So. Not just them losing non-conference at home at Camp Randall. It just doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Uh, and Iowa at home is tough, and I love that thing they do with the kids there. So, I'm yeah, we were Iowa. there last. We were there last year for it. it's really neat. Yeah, I think that's really cool. So, I like them. <laughs> and okay. then you got the ABC primetime game with uh, uh, Chris and Herbie tomorrow night. Stanford at Oregon. Yeah, that's exciting as a table. I'll take Stanford. I've got Stanford too. I got Oregon. Um, I like their offense. Stanford's love quarterback, their quarterback is inconsistent, yep. and Love has been hurt. He's coming back this week, but not proven anything. Um, I think Oregon's going to run it up on him. What hey, do I know? I really don't. <laughs> I haven't got a clue. It's only week three. <laughs> you're only, it's only you're only in third place after week three. Plenty of time. You're only two back. What's Love's first name? Bryce. Bryce. Okay. <laughs> that's how much I know about it. Mike, if, you're, ta- that's, Mike, that's, if you're talking about the Beach Boys. That, that's why I'm here. Kevin, if you're yeah. talking about the Cavaliers. So. Yeah, there you go. Kevin Love. A <laughs> couple, uh, couple of pro games here for Sunday. Uh, in the early 1 o'clock window, you've got Oakland coming to the East Coast to take on the Dolphins. Uh, what time's that game? That is a 1 o'clock game. Then I'm going with Miami. Me too. Uh, West Coast West Coast teams normally do not play well in one o'clock games in the East because it's ten o'clock in their body clock. Wow, I got Gruden could be going zero and three here. Well, he was under five hundred after winning the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay all those years, so <laughs> this is not the second coming of Lombardi. No. Is it my turn? Yeah, we both got Miami. Yeah, I took Miami. Oakland's not a good football team. Miami looks pretty good. So, I mean, I, I, this Gruden thing's crazy. They they sent away half the team to hire this guy, and he wins a Super Bowl and never makes the playoffs again for six years. All of a sudden, he's the greatest football coach in the world. Uh, and he waxes and, poetic about Camille Mack in the in the off season, and then they shove and then they shovel him off to Chicago. Yeah, uh, it's very strange. Um, but I love him in the Bridgestone Tire really commercial. Important, but he doesn't play the game. So, <laughs> Talk up then, tires. I love, I love him in the Bridgestone Tire commercial. Guess my pep talk worked. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. And then Sunday, 4.05, we got the battle for Los Angeles, kids. Chargers at the Rams. Yeah. Boy, the Rams are good. Yeah. I really, I really like the Rams. So that's why that Thursday night game with the Vikings next week, I normally am not intrigued by Thursday night games. Now, last night I watched because the Browns thing was so much fun to watch. Okay, But that Rams-Vikings game next week is going to be terrific. Rams will beat the Chargers. I've got the Rams also. Are the Browns becoming America's team? No, no. (laughs) Come on. It's only one win. 
<laughs> and a tie. They are they are ahead of you in the standings. Oh, I know. Steelers are in yeah, last place. They they, the Steelers currently are in last place. The Steelers are currently oh in last God. place. Look, yes, look up your World War II history. The Steelers' defense is equivalent to the Maginot line. <laughs> Nah, it's weird, huh? Believe me, if if you if if you know what the Maginot line is, you're laughing your backside off driving on Route 15 right now. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That word's too big for me, so I got the Rams. (laughs) I got the Rams. Everyone's got the Rams. Yes. Yeah. So Rams are very good. So. They are but Cleveland's good. fun to watch. Yeah, I, I'm just going off what Steve said. Cleveland was on, so you want to see it, you know. So yeah. they're fun to watch, and then you know. And now the Steelers were the equivalent of Big Brother. It's an on-air yeah. soap opera. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't understand what's going on there. Antonio Brown, I don't like what he did this week. I don't, you know. I don't like that stuff. He's blaming the press for everything. No, but it's your fault. You know, you show up to practice in a freaking helicopter. Stop blaming the press. That's just ridiculous. I don't, I don't. Go play ball and stop making it all about you. So, okay, you I wouldn't. I wouldn't ask the Steelers defense. I wouldn't even ask the Steelers defense to defend the Canadian border. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you got to start looking at coaching. What's going on? You know, maybe it's time to make a change. Uh, I think I think it's the way they've drafted. I think they've gone after a couple of guys like Bud Dupree and Artie Burns and people like that, and they've missed, just flat out missed. Yeah. I mean, that's the Giants have done the same thing. I mean, it's it, I don't know. I, I, well, that's I'm the surprised. that's the goal. That's the goal for every every team in the NFL is to nail a home run on your first round pick. And yeah, and if you don't, especially two or three years in a well, row, another two or three years down the road, you're gonna it's gonna come back and bite you. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Giants drafted. They, whoa, whoa! The Giants drafted Eric Flowers in the first round. Come on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, are you labeling him a miss? <laughs> I can, I stand here in Champaign, Illinois, in shock. <laughs> well, I tell you what, they got a great running back, and I hope they don't waste it. So. Oh my goodness, he is a great running back. I'll tell you, look. All five of those guys. Solder has not been good at the left tackle. And Flowers like, I take offense to, to people calling out my game. Dude, you're not very good at the profession right now. <laughs> Eli's got to step up, too. He's got to step up. Well, see, every time he tries to step up, he's got a guy in his face. What do yeah. you mean step up? Well, that's the thing. It's, <laughs> it's the line. Absolutely it is. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that's what I was worried goodness. about when they drafted uh, Barkley. It's a bad spot for him. Uh, oh, my goodness. Steve, have a great call tonight. Can't wait to hear it on the way home from football tonight. Looking forward to it. Should be interesting tonight. Get the Big Ten rolling. There we go.
You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. You can hear us anywhere in the world with the Sunbury Broadcasting Corporation app. 